And now, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network presents Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. You're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. We've got a packed show today as we move around the province, as we slowly unwind a little bit, Casey. Uh, we are going to start, well, we're going to head up first to uh, the Okanagan. We're going to talk to Tony Holler. He's the president at Poplar Grove. Last time we talked to Tony, they were just taking over the restaurant and uh, I think we're going to get an update today about what's going on at Poplar Grove and, and the Poplar Grove restaurant. Then Casey Jackie Kemp, fantastic woman winemaker working down at Therapy Vineyards. Yes, which has a beautiful inn. We stayed there, Tony, and I was blown away by the rooms. Really yeah. comfortable, very modern. Uh, of course, you know, beautiful bed, very cozy. Yeah, completely remodeled, and Jack has done a ton of work in the vineyard. We tasted her white wines last year, the early releases. This year, I'm looking forward to trying the reds and talking to her about that. Uh, then we're skipping up to Kelowna. Stephen Sipes is going to join us to talk about uh, what's going on. I know they've been busy uh, lately out of the gate on the restaurant. They've got that big patio, a lot of space, as uh, Dr. Bonnie says, uh, less faces, more spaces. So they're set up well for that. And, we'll Tony, they have him. a great hunker-down wine care package. Yeah, and uh, coming up next, uh, really excited to talk to Carrie Weiss-McNulty. She's the Vice President of Marketing over at Burrowing Owl, and she and Lee Humphreys, the new culinary director, are doing great things at Burrowing Owl if you haven't been there in a while, so you won't want to miss that. Uh, all that and more coming up next on the BC Food & Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And we'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food & Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save On Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards. Plus, there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save On Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. Come and get married in the land of Ing at Watermark Beach Resort in Osuyas. Beachfront on Osuyas Lake, Canada's warmest lake. One stop for all your wedding dreams. Gorgeous lakefront suites at Watermark Beach Resort for you, your family, and your friends. Farm to table South Okanagan cuisine. Dining and whining, laughing and celebrating. Deep in wine country. <laughs> Connect today. Weddings at watermarkbeachresort.com. Have the extraordinary organic wines of Summerhill Pyramid Winery in the pristine Okanagan Valley delivered to your door. When you become an organic ambassador, a portion of every purchase you make at Summerhill goes back into your account, which you can use towards future purchases anytime. Share the love with your friends to earn even more credits. Find out more about Summerhill Pyramid Winery's organic ambassador program and order online by visiting summerhill.bc.ca. Calling all winemakers, craft brewers, cider makers, or artisan distillers. Canada's first wine village is coming, and you could be a part of it. 
Located at the gateway to Canada's wine capital in Oliver, the village provides turnkey low-capital production facilities that are available for lease starting now. But with space for only 16 artisan producers, the time to act is now to be part of history and start crafting your unique story. To learn more, visit districtwinevillage.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, and we are going to speak right now with Carrie Weiss McNulty. She's the VP of Marketing up at Burrowing Owl uh, and a family member for sure. And Lee Humphreys, who's the new culinary director uh, to both of you. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Uh, great to have you on the show, Carrie. I know that you've been super busy. Uh, I think when you when you shut down for that that period between Christmas and startup, you probably didn't expect to have the kind of startup we have now. <laughs> well, no, because we kind of started up and then very quickly shut down <laughs> in mm-hmm. early March. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been a real roller coaster, kind of getting getting things going uh, so that we could reopen on. June 1st to right. the public, for sure. Well, I was in the Valley, actually, I, I had I went up to the Valley to do a bit of filming this week and to try out social distancing, visiting wineries, and seeing how things are going to roll out. And I must say that uh, your people have done a fantastic job. If I, was, if, if I was a visitor saying, I hope they do this and that, they did absolutely all of that and more. So I, I don't know, were you the one responsible for that? Um, I... I uh... <laughs> You can yes, say yes, I, I was. Yes. Yeah. I will say yes, but it's definitely been a team effort. Um, you know, we have uh, the winery here. We're sort of operating under five different areas. We have the tasting room to consider. Yep. Uh, we have the restaurant. We have the guest house accommodation. And then we also have our cellar and our vineyard teams as well. So really, it's just been about following best practices from places mm-hmm. like the Restaurant Association, Hotel Association, um, information coming at us from the wine industry and, you know, places like WorkSafe BC and just public health orders and recommendations. So uh, You've you done know, a great job. Yeah. I think, uh, you, you know, one of the things I, like, first of all, everybody had their mask on and there was no two ways about it that was serving. They just didn't take them off. and uh, But they were extremely uh, eloquent and elegant uh, in the way that they maneuvered around with these masks on. So I thought that was great. And then for me, the everything was done properly, but the, the the final touch was the napkin that folds over onto the plate and the thumb that goes on the napkin instead of your plate. I thought, okay, these guys totally get it. Uh, oh. So that was fun. And then, uh, Lee, I started to eat the food, and I thought, wow, this food is unbelievable. First of all, I was offered fresh halibut and spot prawns, and I thought, oh, boy, there's really something changing here. Uh, so, Lee, are, w- w- what's going on? Well, you know, it's uh, it was great to uh, relaunch back on June 1st. And uh, when we were basically planning that weekend's features and the menu, we wanted to coincide with the seasons and seasons within season. Yeah. Uh, so obviously uh, it was uh, hitting the spot prawn season. It was hitting the halibut season. You know, the fresh rhubarb around and strawberries. So really what we wanted to do is just showcase the, uh, the bounty that uh, BC could offer. Um, mm-hmm. working from our back door to our local farmers and then uh, down to the coast. 
So Lee, we miss you in Vancouver. You're you're such an excellent chef and very creative. What do you find the biggest differences working in the Okanagan compared to Vancouver? Uh, for me, I've got to say, it's probably the lifestyle. Um, if I'm going to drive to work, it's a 45-minute drive. I drive by mountains and rivers and lakes, and it's beautiful. I get to see the grapes and the cherries and the peaches growing. In Vancouver, it's 45 minutes with uh, red lights every, uh, every stop. <laughs> so for me, yeah. it, uh, it's definitely the lifestyle. Um, it's connected with the local farmers. Um, getting that peach straight off the tree. Uh, I do love the fact that the Okanagan goes to Vancouver, um, but it's nothing like getting the peach straight off the tree that's still warm and tree ripened, opposed to being travelled in a truck for two days down to the coast. Right, and you you came from London, so you've gone from London to Vancouver to the Okanagan. You know, where where can you go from there? Um, I don't think I'm going to go too much further. I love the Okanagan. Um, you know, London was was a fantastic experience. It was the hustle and bustle. It was the 24-7. It was uh, a real true learning curve of the colony uh, field that I was in. And you were um, a kid then. But you know, yeah, yeah, you know, I was pretty young. It's, uh, it's, uh, it was a bit of a, a learning growth and uh, really fine-tuning what I wanted to do over the years. And I found myself in the Okanagan and I absolutely love it. Well, the well, new I, menu looks spectacular. Tell us a bit about putting that together. And I'm also curious about the favorite dish that um, Carrie, that you prefer that Lee prepares. Mm. So, like I said, the, the menu for me uh, is working closely with the restaurant chef, uh, Simon Bouchard, a uh, fantastic chef uh, that's been uh, with the winery for the last season. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, like I said, uh, um, taking on all the local bounty and uh, working with it as best as we can to not adulterate it, but let it shine for its uh, simplicity itself. Um, and really exploring um, the wine uh, that we're offering and uh, the characteristics of the, of the tasting notes of the wine and get to dry wine and then searching food that pairs with the wine. Opposed to just making a dish and kind of just pairing a, a wine with it, we we'll do it kind of backwards where it's all about the wine first. So you get, so you're obviously, uh, I don't know, Carrie, do you work with the chef and with the winemakers uh, and the team to come up with these suggested pairings, or how does that all roll out in the end? Mm-hmm. Well, we do really defer to the chefs. I mean, between Lee and Simon, we just have an amazing duo there. Yeah. Um, but first and foremost, the Sonora Room Restaurant is, um, you know, an experience that we offer here at the winery where our guests get a chance to uh, experience our wines paired with beautiful cuisine. That's really the role of the Sonora Room Restaurant um, for guests to be able to taste their wines that may be cellaring, you know, in their home cellars, for example, if they have some library wines and really get a chance to see how the wines are developing. And then again, pairing those with these fabulous dishes that um, that these guys create. So that's definitely mm-hmm. sort of first and foremost, the role of the restaurant so that people can have this fabulous experience and hopefully establish a really positive connection with us and with our wines and and with the location that we're in yeah Um, well i yeah i love something like the like the honey glazed duck breast so is paired with one of my favorite (laughs) brewing owl wines a cabernet franc (laughs) Uh, exactly and that's the one i was going to say is my favorite as well well there you go oh good okay Mm -hmm. i I must try that 
but when it. you see when you see that powerful dish, then right below it, you have a vegan vegetable tart, which is fantastic to see too. Uh, so there's plenty to choose from. That's with a lovely, also another star wine of Burangal, the Merlot. So it's 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 fun to see the differences now and 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 the nuances in this list. And Lee, I'm Absolutely. curious about uh, your funniest kitchen incident. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, uh, I was going to recall in the memory. Um, basically, when I was back in London, uh, I had the graveyard shift doing room service at the Westbury Hotel in Mayfair. And part of the duties were to go into the pools for the next day. So I headed down to the freezer, I had my little car, I filled everything up, went back in for a final trip, and the door shut behind me. Now the thing <laughs> shut, and I could not get out. I was in there probably for about an hour and a half. Oh, no. Um, all the room service bills were piling up. Nobody could find me. It was a bit of a nightmare, but looking back at it, it was pretty comical. <laughs> <laughs> and no cell phones then. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, hope, hope, well, you got out. We know that, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got out. It slightly chilly afterwards, but uh, yeah. it was good. So, Kerry, the, the the opening you mentioned, opening on June first. So, what what uh, people can now uh, book a room? How's that working now? And how far ahead do they have to do that? And do they do that online or call you or either way? How does it work at Burrowing Owl? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, for on June first, that's right. We reopened our tasting room, restaurant, and the guest house. We were um, we were lucky in that the guest house was actually largely booked for the summer um, mm-hmm. pre-pandemic. So we had a lot of people right. who had already booked for the summer, you know, last last summer or over the winter. So um, at this stage, actually, the the guest house is quite booked up. We do still have some availability in the fall. Um, and that that's a phone call up to the winery to check on availability. And we have online reservation systems now for tastings with our um, reduced occupancy in both the tasting room and the restaurant. We're trying to manage our bookings online so that people can look for a time that works for them to come in for a 15-20 minute tasting in the wine shop. Um, yeah. because we are, we're greatly, um, the numbers that we can now have in the wine shop are greatly reduced compared to previous yeah. years. So we're trying to manage it that way. The rooms are beautiful, and I, I would say that the only thing not possible at the moment is that the fantastic morning breakfast downstairs, but instead uh, you've done a great job of uh, delivering breakfast to the room. Uh, it's set up at the door. They knock on the door and they go away, and you just can bring the breakfast into your room, sit on the balcony, and and do that. So that's an that's kind of a nice touch too. Uh, so there's plenty to do. Uh, I think all everybody has to make some adjustments as we move through this uh, pandemic to the way that they used to travel. And uh, but I think that uh, so far you guys are really on top of it, and uh, I would highly recommend a stop or a visit at Brewing Owl, having uh, had a look at that last weekend. Well, thank you. Yeah, we've definitely, things like that breakfast, we definitely thought long and hard about about how we were going to be able to still deliver a lovely wine country breakfast, um, you know, previous, con- you know, compared to what people were previously used to when they came to stay with us. Yeah. Um, so that room service um, method that we have sort of um, netted out at is is working quite well. So it's definitely sure. a change from previous where people, it was more of a buffet, but obviously we can't do buffets now, so... That's what we're that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Carrie Weiss McNulty, Lee Humphreys, uh, Culinary Director, BP of Marketing. Carrie, uh, thanks so much for joining us today. And for those people interested, you can simply go to BrewingOwl.ca and uh, check out the menus, 
and all the things available for visitors at this time. Thanks for joining us today, and uh, we can't wait to get back up to one of the best spots. By the way, like you're 10 minutes from everywhere, it's a true expression, whether you're going north or south, and uh, hiking in the vineyards, hiking along the Okanagan River, everything is available uh, right outside your door. Uh, plus, uh, we didn't even mention the giant pool, which is kind of fun, too. <laughs> did you take a hike, Tony? I did. Any snakes? Many. No snakes. Great. I've made it through. Thanks so much, guys. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you Thank very you. much. Yeah, talk to you soon. Lee Humphreys and uh, Carrie Weiss um, uh, McNulty from Brewing Owl Vineyards. We have to take a quick break. There's plenty more coming on the show. Up next, Stephen Sipes, founder of Summerhill, will join us, uh, and we'll talk about the North Okanagan. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Black Hills Estate Winery invites you to raise a glass with them this spring to celebrate the start of their 20th anniversary season. They're offering free shipping when you place an order, purchasing six bottles or more so you can experience some of their new spring releases, like their elegant Chardonnay and Carmenere while relaxing at home. Check in with them at blackhillswinery.com to find the latest news. And for more information, make sure to like them on Facebook or follow them on Instagram. Tony Haller, owner of Poplar Grove Winery. We have a large wine club, and I think it's really important. Wine clubs are important because they're your best ambassador. You know, they're going to somebody's house for a dinner party, and they're bringing your wine, right? And then they talk about your wine, and a lot of them are so passionate about it. You know, it's exactly what I, as the owner, would do, but they're wine club members, and they're doing it for me. Join the club and take advantage. Become a member at poplargrove.ca. Kalmana Family Estate Winery reminds you that it's time to join the 2020 Fellowship and reap the rewards. Kalmana's Fellowship not only brings people together through their love of Kalmana wines, it also features exclusive benefits only available to members, like access to the Number Series, Kalmana's Small Lot Program, as well as unreleased library and rare wines from their portfolio. For details, visit kalmana.ca. Kalmana Family Estate Winery, creating wines of excellence through the blending of art and science. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, we have Stephen Sipes on the line today. I can't wait to talk to Stephen, the founder of uh, Summerhill Pyramid Winery. Uh, for those who don't know, you should spend some time on their website, maybe read about their vision of gratitude and abundance for people in the planet. Stephen, it's been a tumultuous uh, couple of weeks around the world. What do you think about the human race at the moment? <laughs> Hi, Tony. Hi, Casey. Hi. What do I think about the human race at the moment? Ah, you know, to me, I grew up in New Rochelle, New York, which was uh, 60% uh, African-American people. And the rest were all ethnic people. We, we were uh, Italian, we were German, you know, we were uh, Irish, we were everything. And, and to us it was one big, wonderful uh, melting pot. And I was on the wrestling team with my black brothers, if you will, and, you know, I just loved them. We had, I had personal friends with all of them and uh, very close to them. I, I can't imagine this kind of prejudice that keeps on going all these years. That was, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 60 years ago. <laughs> yeah. 
and here it is today again. You know, it's too much already. Everybody has to calm down and realize that we're all one. We're all equal, and there's no one better or worse than any other. It's ridiculous. It's stupid stuff already. Yeah. It's it's kind of a uh, in some ways just a complete waste of time and yet it's Absolutely. it's so so hard to solve this problem. Uh, I I think maybe we have the right people now. Everybody on the street uh, who wants to make things better. The question now is, can we do it? Can we keep it going? Well, we can. You know, it's a good time to do it. The world is needing this kind of upgraded uh, understanding of who we are. It's a consciousness uh, raising experience that we're all going through, and it's bringing us home to uh, the earth and, and that nature and getting closer to nature and, and who we are. It's, it's all a great blessing. Yeah. Well, I think what you're doing at Summerhill has always been sort of leading the way in many ways when we talk about COVID-19 and viruses and infections and you talk about biodynamics and uh, how to live life simply and, and enjoy those pleasures. It, it's kind of like it's almost a melting pot now with these things coming together. Are you are you coping with COVID-19? Uh, very nicely. It, it's actually put a new um, ray of uh, communication, if you will, with our much fewer guests because we have you know much fewer guests but it allows yeah. us to actually talk to each one of them um, when we see them we greet them personally we're now offering a welcoming uh, flute of Sipes Brut which is the single most awarded wine in Canada with gold every year since 1992 uh, and then we tell them uh, you know you have a chance now to change your lives you can you can move over to organic and local versus chemical and uh, long distance and that would be a huge change for the earth, and it's up to us to do it. It's a, the biggest grassroots, um, you know, crusade that we could ever have. Uh, not supporting all this plastic, and not supporting all this packaging, not supporting all this long-distance transportation. Just mm -hmm. let's grow our own gardens and eat our own organic food and, and drink our own organic wine. Wine, per, per, particularly, is, is is very important because if the grapes are thin-skinned. And the chemicals we put on the vineyards go right into the wine. You're drinking toxins. For God's sakes, wine is good for us in moderation. Uh, why would we put toxins in it? Why would we choose to drink something, juice or wine or eat fruit, that isn't uh, you know, chemical-free? It's very important. Good point. Especially looking at the, the, the insects. Ninety percent of the insects are already gone from all these pesticides, according mm. to the New York Times. That's serious. We've got to sure. come down now to the... To, to, you know, what we eat at home and what we eat at restaurants. Let's go organic and local. It's just so important to do that. Yeah, and not that hard. We're speaking with Stephen Sipes. Uh, he's the founder at Summerhill Pyramid Winery. And, Stephen, it's so great to see organic takeout, hot organic takeout. Isn't that great? Yes, it is. Yeah. It's the first time I've seen that on, a, on a, any, web, any wine website. I know, and it's not high-priced, too. It's like... 20 or 25 dollars per person and there's lots of food it's not it's not a skimpy portion either and it's you know it's served hot and ready to go or frozen to cook later on uh, it's a, a big hit our our online sales of wine have gone up 1500 percent like what like we've having ten thousand dollar days every day of selling wine and and the yeah, food outgoing is also skyrocketed everyone's lining up to buy it it's fantastic we knock on wood we were coming through this beautifully and making lots of new friends and opening lots of new uh, hearts and, and minds to being organic and local. I'm very happy about it. Wow, $10,000 a day, that's better than dentistry. 
I know, and my dad was a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> and so was that my husband, <laughs> so we can say that. So, Stephen, I'd love to know, when you have a choice of all your wonderful wines, what is your favorite wine when you're going to, you know, unwind at the end of a day? What do you like to drink? <laughs> well, that's a wonderful question. I, I always love the Sipe Spirit. It's just the one I always come back to. It it's goes with everything. It's versatile. Um, you know, for me, uh, as a quote-unquote sophisticated palate, if you will, I like something dry and drier. Uh, so we developed uh, the Sipes Naturel, which is a zero dosage. It's the same exact base wine, but just has no added uh, sugars at all. And that product is a runaway success. There are a lot of people who don't want any sugar, you know, diabetics and people like that. And myself, who has a palate where I appreciate really dry because I can taste the earth, so to speak. I taste the terroir, you know, you guys put these in better terms than I do. But uh, I I like the taste of the actual wine, not the sugar, you know. Uh, Sipes Brut has a dosage, uh, I think it's 18 grams per liter, 15 grams per liter, which is not sweet, but but it is, um, you know, to me, delightful with sushi. My wife is from Japan, and we have a lot of, wonderful Japanese friends, and we always enjoy the Sipes Brut with sushi and other Japanese food. Um, and also, um, I have to say, if you ask me my favorites, the red wines that Summerhill is putting out now are all coming, or not all of them, but most of them are coming from the new 10,000-liter oak uh, barrels that we brought over from Italy. Uh, they're French yeah. oak, but they're Italian, and, and it's absolutely beautiful red wines. And Summerhill has been famous for our ice wines and our sparkling wines and our white wines, but never for our, our reds like they are now. The, these reds are just beautiful. They're, they're biodynamic, and, uh, you know, they, they make themselves kind of. It's, it's the, mm-hmm. the wood itself has the ability to, you know, uh, eating, well, eating the sugar it, it, in the grapes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's wonderful. Uh, it, it's just natural. It's like the wine makes itself, and there's nothing better than that. It's the minimal yeah. intervention winemaking. So, yeah, our reds are, are taking off beautifully. Uh, our, our Keter was selected from all the wineries in Canada to serve at the G7. We're very proud of that. Um, you know, our Cabernet Franc, which uh, many wine regions just blend Cabernet Franc, but here in, in the Okanagan, we, we have distinct flavor, and uh, it's one of my favorite red wines is Cabernet Franc. It's beautiful. We're, uh, 15% we're... Cabernet Sauvignon and 85% Cabernet Franc makes a wonderful combination. We call it a varietal, Cabernet Franc. And it's not expensive. It's, uh, I think, mid-20s uh, no, per bottle. And, uh, you know, it's organic, and, and it's good for us in moderation. It's a wonderful drink. Red wine is probably the best thing you can drink besides water for health. Okay, I want to have one right now, Stephen. Hold on. You, you got me <laughs> drinking here. Uh, we're speaking with Stephen Sipes. He's the founder of uh, Summerhill Pyramid Winery. And, Stephen, I just love the name of your hunker-down wine care package. What would we receive from Summerhill if we order that? Oh, my gosh. That's a good question for Ezra, my wonderful son, who couldn't be on with us today because he's on another phone interview. Um, But uh, I'm not sure all of the ingredients, but that one had a lot of the whites and the reds and sparkling, just an array that, yeah, hunker down your home and with your family and you're with your friends and just uh, staying quiet and having a few wonderful wines to sip. I don't really know which what was in that package, I'm sorry to say, Casey, but um, Ezra asked me what I'd like to have for Father's Day, <laughs> and I put down the Robert, Robert Bateman Merlot, 
which is $75 a bottle. It's, it's very expensive. But it is absolutely, you know, like your eyes roll back in your head. It's so magnificent. Yeah. So, and it won uh, double gold uh, in the All-Canadian Championships. Uh, so basically best red wine in Canada, I guess. But Steve, yeah, just wonderful uh, addition to yeah. our portfolio. And it has the Robert Bateman label on it, which we're so proud of. He just celebrated his 90th birthday, and I sent him some and got wow. a wonderful reply, that, you know, how happy he was to receive them. Stephen, uh, you've done a great job connecting people. Uh, History of the Land, uh, just before we go, is that still available for people to have a quick tour where you talk about uh, it's Canada's only exhibit of first contact between the yes. original peoples and the first European settlers? Yes, we, we love to give those, um, those tours because it shows, um, you know, yeah, it shows you how people came from Europe and settled here um, and, and also how the people lived for thousands of years in their earth houses. This is an uh, earth-covered house with a fire in the middle, and that fire is very, uh, very significant. It is the, called the sacred fire, where the people for thousands of years have called upon what they call the grandmothers and grandfathers, who are those who have gone to, uh, to their resting places, and they come through the fire. Uh, and any, a person of any age is a grandfather or grandmother. We, we had the uh, sad occasion of... A uh, teenage boy, 19, who was killed in the ring in, in, in the rodeo by, his, by, the, by the, um, the animal he was riding, and he became a grandfather. And ironically, he had helped build the Kakuli. So his, his presence is very, uh, very uh, you know... Uh, 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 Stephen, I'm yeah, not letting you go without saying I found the Hunker Down Wine Care package. It's reduced oh, to great. six bottles, $150 of feel-good wines. Your uh, Sipes Blanc de Blanc, Gruner Veltliner, yeah. Aaron Feltzer, Cab Franc, Marichal Foch, and Merlot. Wow. Sounds fabulous. Look at that. Look at that. And that Marichal Foch. I mean, thank goodness people said, Steve, don't stop making that potion. Don't stop making that Baco Noir. <laughs> we'll kill you if you do. <laughs> Stephen, uh, we don't want anybody killing you now. Uh, I hope, uh, I, please say hello to the family. Great to chat with you today, and I hope we can get up to see you sooner than later as this uh, virus winds down, hopefully. Yeah, we love that. We love you guys so much. Thanks for all you do for our wonderful industry, and thanks for your, uh, your, good, your good enthusiastic uh, yeah. support. Bless your hearts. Thank you. Talk to you soon. That's Stephen Sipes. Uh, he's the founder of Summerhill Pyramid Winery in Kelowna. You can check all of their information out at summerhill.bc.ca uh, on the web. You're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save on Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards. Plus, there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save on Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. Tinhorn Creek Vineyards has opened its doors. Visitors are welcome to stop by the wine shop for both sales and tastings. The award-winning Miradoro restaurant is now also open for table service and takeout. Reservations are required. Can't make it in? Take advantage of free shipping on orders over six bottles or send wine to someone you love to show them you're thinking of them. 
Curbside pickup is also available for online and phone orders. For full details and the latest updates, please visit tinhorn.com. Stuck at home? Planning your next getaway without the airfare? Think Therapy Vineyards. Imagine staying at the Inn on the Vineyard, overlooking Lake Okanagan and Giant's Head Mountain, sipping the latest releases all within steps of your luxurious boutique-style room. It's the ultimate wine lover's getaway without the flight. For a limited time, BC Food and Wine radio listeners can save on their stay at Therapy Vineyards. Just remember the code Gizmondi when you book online at therapyvineyards.com. The upper bench of BC's Similkameen Valley. For those in the know, it's a special place that's the source of some of Canada's best wines. And it's here. Nestled in a sun-laden, stony corner of the mountains, you'll find Clos de Soleil Winery. Surrounded by an idyllic organic vineyard using natural ferments and small-art artisanal winemaking, they produce elegant and age-worthy wines that reflect their unique land. You can find Clos de Soleil wines in fine wine shops and restaurants across the province or order online at clodesoleil.ca. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And we're uh, heading to the Naramata bench to catch up at Therapy Vineyards with uh, winemaker... Jack Kemp, and with the marketing manager, Jacqueline Johnson, plenty to talk about. Uh, Jack and Jacqueline, how are you today? We're great, thank yeah, you. Great, thanks. Yeah, it's another beautiful day great at the to... start of the world, so we're pretty lucky and happy. Oh man, we're we're happy to hear about that. Uh, so may, maybe just a quick brief overview, what's going on at Therapy Vineyards? You're open, can people come in and taste, and how's that all unfolding now uh, with yeah, this our virus wine running around. Open. It's uh, open for tastings on first-come, first-served basis, except for uh, groups of six or more, where we do take reservations for them. We're open daily yep. from 11 to 5, so we're really happy about that. It's, uh, mm-hmm. We're seeing people coming through, and, and it's really encouraging, and we're, we feel really grateful for all the local support. So you've had a good adjustment yeah. to COVID-19. Yeah, we really have. I mean, it, it does affect us all. Um, but, you know, we, we, we're farmers, we're winemakers, and, and we're retail. So we have been busy and just been keeping moving forward. Busy. And you're Definitely innkeepers, too. <laughs> Definitely been busy. Yeah. yeah, I would think so. Uh, well, Jack, you've been there a while now. You, the last time I was there, you were spending uh, almost every waking hour in the vineyards. Is, uh, are you still doing that? Absolutely. Probably even more so than when you were here last. We've got um, everything is now back pretty much under the control of the therapy brand for vineyard and vineyard management. Uh, also changing mm-hmm. now to sustainable practices um, and also doing a lot of redevelopment on one of our bigger blocks uh, we're very lucky to also to have a new vineyard come online, which will be part of our sparkling wines uh, moving forwards from this year. So we've now got wow. around about 40 acres, 45 acres that we're running and redeveloping and replanting. Um, and, yeah, it's very, very exciting. And, and is all that is that 40 all on the Naramata bench? Yes, that's correct. We're mostly on just yeah. north Naramata. Um, we've got yep. uh, two big blocks up there now. Uh, one's predominantly on a sandy, silty soil, and one's got a lot of clay on it, which is really important for our sparkling. 
so if people don't know, well, they, I'm sure a lot of people don't know the new therapy as far as the wine is concerned. How would you describe uh, your philosophy and where you're heading with wine at therapy? What, what, you know, what is the plan? Well, I suppose the biggest plan for us is to bring all the vineyards or the majority of the vineyards back under our roof. Um, and really it's about changing the direction of our wine so the the more vineyard-focused and more vineyard-directed. So uh, when, we, when we have people out here, it's, it's pretty amazing what we're trying to achieve at the moment with pulling out old vines, uh, replacing them with brand-new sparkling clones going in, uh, putting in new Pinot Noir plants, redeveloping therapy vineyards mm-hmm. as well so we can work on a more sustainable level. So you'll see lots of things going on and you'll see some of those on the website too where we're reducing the use of sulfur in our vineyards, reducing the need for herbicide. All of these things take heaps and heaps of time and, and effort, but we think it's really worth that. Uh, we're with Jack Kemp. She's the winemaker at Therapy Vineyards and Jacqueline uh, Johnson is the marketing manager Okay, let's start with uh, what's what's currently released, or what if we come and visit the winery now? What are the new wines that we can uh, take away with us? And I'm going to stop you there because I'd like to start with the frontline workers special yeah. edition. Yeah, we're really excited about that. So uh, we developed and designed a a new label for our ego and sip. It's our, actually a special edition label um, for to uh, say thank you to our frontline workers. Um, so it's uh, available here on site now or through our website. And uh, what we do is with every case sold, we'll, we donate to the Frontline Fund, which is a hospital uh, foundation association. And we donate $15 per case. And you also, we also created a really what we feel is a cool poster. It's 11 by 17 of each of the labels. And it gives a snapshot of the vineyard, the vintage conditions, um, all of those things, so that uh, you have a bit of a souvenir of the of the year. That's wonderful. So, Jack, um, and then I, I would say our other new releases right now uh, are Physio Rosé. Mm-hmm. So yeah, our Physio Rosé. Our Physio Rosé. She just came, went into bottle yesterday. Um, so it's a CO2 infused wine, but it's actually got a bit of a backstory there, which is. Um, kind of cute, I think. Moving forwards, we've got a, a big meso traditional uh, line coming out, and we had a trial run of our first sparkling. It wasn't quite what we're wanting, so we decided to take that out of bottle and put it back to tank. Um, and now we've actually put it back into bottle as a CO2 infused wine. So you've got you've got the snippet coming out of from therapy of our pink physio, uh, which is kind of a stepping stone towards our our focus towards our sparkling line. Hmm. Physio Rosé. So that's interesting, in and out uh, uh, 2499 You can pick that up already. But I, I got the impression when I was there that the wines, I would say, you know, on just looking at them right away, they're brighter, they're fresher, they're more lively. Uh, would, would that be fair to say some of the things that are going on? Is that is that why you want control of those vineyards? Absolutely. For me... Uh, just grown up and and also being educated more, I'd say I'd say 90% more is on the viticultural side of things. Obviously, winemaking is always sitting there as well as a really important step for for us. But uh, the viticultural side's super important to so we can control the acidities in our wines. And the acidity mm-hmm. for me is is the story of the wine. It's it's the start, it's the middle, and it's the finish. And if we don't have that acidity or that length 
or we don't have the control in the vineyard, we, we miss our story. I'm excited to see this uh, Pinot Noir coming out to the, the 2018. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So our 2018 Pinot Noir is, is actually predominantly from the Narramatta bench. We do have one small higher elevation vineyard from um, Summerland coming in there. Um, so it's a, it's a stepping point, again, for our, for our Pinot Noir for therapy vineyards. Um, pretty excited to see the beginning of, of new vineyards coming in line. Uh, and, yeah, it's, it's, just a, it's a start for us. You'll see that with our Pinot Noir in 2018, uh, the focus for me, again, is acidity and, and, and freshness of fruit. Uh, we use oak there for direction rather than mm-hmm. for flavour. Um, and it's, it's pretty classical in the way that you won't expect to see a, a really dark Pinot Noir coming out from us at this stage because the vines are still pretty young, but it's, it's definitely it's doing really well. So I'm, I'm pleased to see the start, and next year will be our first vintage where we'll have Pinot Noir off our own site. So, again, it's pretty exciting. And I'm, I'm very excited to visit the inn again. Yeah, we're excited to have you again. Um, we just uh, are, love sharing this part of the world. We love sharing our little parcel here on the Naramata bench with people from everywhere. And uh, we know that when people are coming from Vancouver that they just rave about how quiet it is, how lovely it is to be in this area. And uh, we're happy to host them. And um, really, I mean, speaking to the wines too, when we started to elevate the experience here, um, at therapy with our new wine shop, with the new inn, and we it just makes sense to then elevate the wines as well. Yes, and mm. you've got some special pricing. We just have about 30 seconds left, but I wanted to mention that you have Riesling for $12 a bottle. Yeah, $12 and when purchased as a case, and free shipping on that too. It's fantastic price. Uh, Ladies, thanks so much for joining us today. I know it's been a, a difficult opening to the season, but there's a lot of pent-up demand in the city, I can tell you that. So I hope to, that you'll be uh, uh, able to cope with the number of people who want to come and visit you this summer up there. It, uh, it's always great to get back in the Okanagan. We're ready for you. Okay. Uh, Jack, we'll see you soon. I can't wait to taste those new wines. And uh, those five modern-style boutique suites are just off the charts for uh, anybody staying in wine country anywhere in the world to try and get a room. I think that'll be your biggest problem. Talk to you all soon. Thanks for joining us on the Best of Food and Wine. Thank you. Uh, That was Jack Kemp and Jacqueline Johnson from Therapy Vineyards on the Naramata Bench. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, BC. We're offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle-free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We want to make getting your favorite Hillside wines easy. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. The warm weather is here and Indigenous-inspired cuisine and much more awaits you in the beautiful Okanagan Valley. Spirit Ridge Resort in Isoyas is pleased to announce the reopening of the bear, the fish, the root, and the berry with a brand new menu. Social distancing protocols are in place for your safety, so join them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner in complete comfort. 
please make your reservations at bearfishrootberry.com. Spirit Ridge Resort, part of the Unbound Collection by Hyatt. Visit spiritridge.ca. The Wine Experience Center at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery has arrived. The wine shop is now open for tastings with all the new vintages available along with some new labels not yet seen anywhere. And that's not all. You can complement your tastings with delicious food offerings from the Modest Butcher. For the safety of guests and staff, extra cleaning, sanitation, and physical distancing protocols will also be in place. Watch for the launch of the first Modest Butcher menu coming June 22nd. For more information, please visit mtboucherie.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, and we are we're always excited to talk to this next guest because he's one of the driest guys in the valley, and we really have to pump him up because he never has much energy. But today he sounds like he's got a bit. Tony Holler is the president at Poplar Grove Winery. Tony, how are you today? I am fantastic. Thank you very much. <laughs> you you just have the best energy in the wine business. Uh, you probably get up at four in the morning too. I do get up at, at ungodly hours. Uh, yeah. I'm on on the internet, and people go, "Why are you up? Go back <laughs> to bed." <laughs> uh, so are are you? I, I'm calling you the anti-COVID nineteen guy. Are you are you wrestling it to the ground at the winery? I think we are. You know, I think the safety rules are very clear-cut. You know, social distancing, masks, yep. uh, you know, protection. And and we're dealing with it, right? I yep. mean, one thing that we're lucky about is we have a very large tasting room and a large restaurant patio area. So for us, the distancing and all these rules are actually not that difficult. So it's yeah. all a, a matter of... Of, uh, of making sure we stick to the rules, safety for our staff, safety for our guests. And what we've done on our website, we have detailed information about exactly how we keep everybody safe. So yeah. we always invite people to just go to our website just to reassure them that we're taking this very, very seriously. Well, we should mention you're a doctor, so we take you very seriously. Exactly. Uh, we know it's going to be one of the best places you, to go. You've had some mask training in your life. I've had a lot of mask training in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, Tony, when did you start drinking wine? Well, I think you know this. Um, my parents are Austrian, and after the Second World War, they immigrated to Canada. And in Austria... You start sipping your dad and mom's wine when you're like two years old. And, and so, you know, we, my whole family, when we were kids, we were, uh, we were drinking from my dad's glass all the time. And we've got a ton of funny stories because my dad would get up at four or five in the morning. And then by like eight, he'd go into an easy chair with a glass of wine and read, start reading the paper. And then he'd fall asleep. So my sisters and I would just drink the wine ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Just, just the way Wine has been very much a family, part of our family culture. And, and, you know, we were brought up in a very European way. And, uh, and, and, and consequently, my kids were brought up in a very European way. And they all love wines. 
and they all started drinking when they were two or three. They have a sip of my my glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Tony, uh, there's a couple of things that kind of intersect today that I want to talk about. One is I want to talk about your rosé, and two, I want to talk about uh, the restaurant, which uh, you now have taken over and renamed. Uh, there are two important things going on at Poplar Grove. Right. So in terms of our rosé, we have a new rosé, which we call Lakeview Rosé, made from 100% Malbec grapes grown on the Naramata Bench, one Mm. of our vineyards. Um, Now, um, what's interesting is, you know, the hospitality industry has been such a great supporter in B.C. of the wineries. And so one of the things we wanted to do is raise money for the B.C. Hospitality Foundation and so what we're doing is we're donating $5 from the sale of every bottle of wine, it doesn't matter where you buy it, online, tasting room, restaurant, to the BC Hospitality Foundation. And yeah, of, the lake, that, of the Lakeview Rosé, right? Yes, yes. Every and, bottle and, of Lakeview Rosé. We should be able to, in, you know, short order, you know, uh, make a donation of $15,000 to the Hospitality Foundation. And wow. we're looking at ways that we can start doing these the, these uh, donations annually. So I'm pretty excited about that because, mm-hmm. you know, the hospitality industry has taken a huge hit. And, uh, and, and we, you know, the wineries should be supporting that group because they've been our supporters for so long. Sure. Well, if people don't know, like for you, what percentage of your business would go to hotels or to restaurants and hotels in a normal time? You know, in a normal time, we probably would be about 15% of our, our business would go to restaurants. Yeah. And so you now know, so that's, pretty, pretty that's gone for the moment. Yeah, it's gone for the moment. Although the good news is uh, the restaurants have started ordering wine again just, just oh, in great. the last few days. Oh, good to hear that. And how about your restaurant? Are you ordering wine from yourself? <laughs> we definitely <laughs> are. Yeah, so we just opened the restaurant. Um, yeah. Chef Rob uh, Radcliffe has a really new, exciting, interesting menu. And uh, so we're, we're, uh, we're getting ourselves organized. A little tough right now just because getting staff and all those things have its challenges. But yeah. uh, we've gone through a bunch of staff training. Um, we're... What we'd like to make sure is that the tasting room staff and the restaurant staff are equally knowledgeable about our wines. And yeah. it was one of the reasons we took over the restaurant was that uh, that we needed the guest experience to be the same, regardless of whether you came for a meal or you came uh, just for a wine tasting. Yeah, good point. Uh, Tony Holler is our guest. Uh, of course, he's a co-proprietor at uh, Poplar uh, Grove Winery. And now they're just at the front of the Naramata bench. You have the uh, fantastic exposure. And and, uh, uh, and now, well, recently, not so recently, but recent in wine terms, you also have your own uh, sub-GI, too. So things are really uh, cooking along that bench. Is, uh, are you excited about the future? Absolutely. I think we're just at the beginning at the bench. We're, we're really in our infancy. And so really, really excited about what's happening on the bench. The, uh, you know, the, there's so many great wines being produced on Naramata bench by many mm-hmm. of the wineries. And uh, so you know, I can't help but be excited. Plus, I think you probably are aware that, that we have some of the best vehicle traffic in the whole Okanagan on the bench. It's a, yeah. it's a desired wine tasting location. 
Yes, and uh, you have an amazing vineyard manager. <laughs> I, I do. You better get that I've in. Known her for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was a patient first. Yeah, she was a patient first, and and uh, she also was a healthcare worker at ICU nurse in pediatrics. And we had some uh, we had we had some patients that I sent up to the I- pediatric ICU. Eventually, we got to know each other better, and we started dating. <laughs> wow, that was a good choice. Best choice you made in your life. The very best choice you make in your life. You know, I mean, I think we all know that it's a critical choice you make. Probably the most important choice you make in your life is picking the right spouse. That's right, mm-hmm. and it's not easy. I want to catch up just for a second on Legacy because I know that it's been evolving. It used to be kept a quite a long time at the winery. Has it changed a little bit? And in, in, in that's sort of a lead into, you know, which Legacy is up next for us. Okay, so right now we're um, we're on the 216 Legacy. Okay. Okay. Uh, hold on. I better be a little careful here. No, I, I think we're on the 215 Legacy right now. Yeah. 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 And, and Five two, years. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, and we're just blending the 2018 legacy uh, presently, mm-hmm. getting ready uh, for bottling in August. And, and you know, the legacy is our special project. And so, yeah. we probably have about 500 barrels of red wine, and um, you know, that gets sampled. And uh, you know, every barrel gets rated for all the different, uh, you know, acidity, uh, you know, the fruit flavors, the, yep, the aromas, all that sort of stuff. And then we we decide on a blend that we think is the best possible wine we can make, and that mm-hmm. that's really how uh, legacy gets made. Now we don't, you know, obviously it, we spend a lot of time and a lot of effort to make sure that wine is consistently a, a superior product, and I think. I think we've accomplished that over the years. Well, yeah, and you're aging it for people. They're buying the 2015, so they're getting a wine that's five years old. That that uh, adds so much more to the to the wine because it's uh, you know matured in the bottle and really showing its uh, stripes, so to speak, when they buy it. So that's great. Uh, yeah. Current release 2015, 52 dollars. Uh, you can put that in a in a bundle at the winery and uh, save on the club. So you, people need to join the club to get all these wines in a in an easy way, shipped to their door. It's they we we actually because of COVID nineteen we are universally shipping to people's door. But the best way to get a lot of our wines is through the wine club because they're not generally available for sale. You know things well, like our Cabernet Franc sell out almost immediately but we hold back a whole bunch of it for our wine club and so so yeah if you if you want the the wines that we're kind of famous for and want consistent access to them you need to join the wine club uh we're out of time tony we didn't even get to talk about the merlot in a bag which i kind of like three liters yeah lots anyway lots going on at poplar grove folks uh stop by as soon as uh as i've been telling everybody lots of pent-up demand in the city and they're ready to come up there tony so I hope you're ready to receive them. We are. And I just have to send a big thank you out to the the 5BC funding program. They've been super supportive of the wine industry. Uh, they have really helped our industry. And so uh, just kudos to the government for this support program for our industry. Right on. Tony Holler, thanks so much. We'll see you soon. Uh, can't wait well, to get up there. we hope to see you up here. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I'll be bringing my two-year-old grandchild to taste wine. 
Yeah, no, while, I, he's, no, while he's reading the paper in the morning and having a snooze. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Thank you very much. I'll- yeah, t- Tony Holler. He's the president at Poplar Grove Winery. Uh, first one on the Nair Mountain bench. You can't miss him as you drive up. Folks, we are out of time today. Thanks so much for joining us on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network across the province. Uh, always great to talk to you in Victoria, along the South Okanagan, Kelowna, Kamloops, and of course here in Vancouver. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And have a great weekend. That's it for today's show. Tune in again next week for Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. BC Food and Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.